0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to I Testify Conversation Station. And so today we will come face to face with the truth. Am I really a Christian? Welcome to episode one of season three. This season, our theme is Practical Christianity explains the action of the mind and how it has a connecting link between God and man, how the mind affects the body, producing discord or harmony, sickness or health. Practical Christianity and application in all the affairs of life, a sermon in shoes, or a sermon in high heels or a sermon in Air Force Ones. And so today we have a special guest. We saw him in season two, episode one. And so it was fitting to have him kickstart this season with him once again, the Timothy Spokes, a young, vibrant, wise man who uses his platform's Instagram. You can find him on TikTok to inspire and motivate all to give god to the weary and hope for the brokenhearted Thank you, Timothy, for joining us today. It is indeed an honor and a privilege. Privilege to have you.
1: Thank you for like, you and like the whole intro right there. I was ready for all that. So, you know what? Thank you, though. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate. It. I'm I'm truly grateful to be here. Honestly, I'm really thankful for the opportunities that God gives me. Yeah. You know, and it's it's always just it's always a joy to be able to spread the knowledge that I've received over time, and I feel like that's kind of one of my purpose one of my calling to be able to learn something new about Christianity or there's something new about life in general and spread that to other people who don't, we're not at that level yet. You know what I mean? So I'm happy to be here. So I'm happy to be here.
0: Thank you. Thank you very much. And if you want to just drop your Instagram and your TikTok for them one time.
1: For the one time. Okay, give it. So, so, so the Instagram is the underscore life story and TikTok is literally, is literally Timothy Spokes. Timothy, so T-I-M-O-T-H-Y S-P-O-K-E-S. And if you type are both on Instagram and TikTok, I'll pop up either way. So
0: all right. So make sure to follow him on Instagram for, I mean, daily motivations, devotionals, you know, mini sermonettes. In order for you to have to go from confidence to confidence. thats confidence with power—and that. that's what you need. And for TikTok, the same thing. And so make sure the handles are right down below. Make sure to follow and subscribe on all platforms. Uh, once again, thank you, Timothy. And so today's conversation or today's topic, once again, is M I really a Christian? Am I really a Christian? And so we'll just begin by, you know, having Timothy share his testimony. Let's talk about your story, your walk with God, the moment you met Jesus and accepted his love. uh, How did the connection with God impact your day-to-day life? Were there any changes? Um, Would you share with that? Would you share that with us?
1: All right. So for me, um, I grew up at Seventh-day Adventist. I grew up in church and Mm -hmm. It's crazy to think that you can go up in church quite practically all my life and only devote my life to God when I turned 19, I you know? And, and it's crazy that I literally went to church every Saturday, I was there, you know, doing myself. On the but at the end of the day, I got to a point where I'm like, am I really living for God? And I asked God, and I said, God, like, show me yourself, like, prove to me yourself. Like, I, I want to see what everybody's talking about. Well, I want to see why people are screaming in church and crying in church. I want to see what's going on, right? And I'm not going to forget this. God literally, I was at school, York University, that school, and God brought somebody, random dude, up to me and said, yo, do you want to learn about the Bible? And I'm thinking to myself, well, this is so random. I I mean, I've been praying. So you know what? I want to know more, right? So um, I, I spent the time, I was like every, it was every week, I was like Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, and I, I would literally go there and read the New Testament. Or read the gospel. And I was like, I never knew this was in the Bible. I never knew this was in the Bible. Why are they talking about this? Why are they talking about this at church? And then that's where I started getting more into just like ministry in general. And I was like, why doesn't the pastor ever talk about these things that are written that Jesus said? Right? And I was thinking to myself, I was like, how come no one's talking about this? So I, I started spending more time with them, learning, learning more, learning more, learning more. I got involved with the thing called ACF and I started going hard. And then we started doing all these different things and I got really into ministry. And I started just, there was one time where I, for me, I was, I was always a born musician. Like I played guitar, you know, playing piano and stuff. I was singing, I was rapping and stuff. And I was making this music. And I remember downloading this app called Yubo. And I downloaded the app, and I was singing and rapping on this app Yubo. And one time, someone's like, some random person came on the chat and was like, "Yo, you guys know any gospel songs?" And I was standing, was thinking like, "Yo, this is so random." Like, I and we started singing the songs. This is the beginning of COVID, by the way. Started singing these songs, right? And. It was crazy because at that same time as the time where I started reading the Bible, I actually started reading the Bible for myself. And you know, I was telling you like the year before that, I was actually like reading the gospel, but this time I was like, you know, I'm gonna read it for myself again, like just just from the beginning to the end. And I was reading it. And that was the time where I stuck out that Yubo thing. So I'm on Yubo and someone's like talking about the gospel and he started preaching. I started preaching. I kid you not, I was up. I was up from 9 p.m. until 7 a.m. the next morning. 7 a.m. the next morning in my bath. And I'm sitting there like, yo, we really set up all night preaching the word of God. And then that's what got me into the ministry of like, you I need to make more videos. I need to make videos, I need to make any content. People need to hear the message of God. Yes. They need to hear it because there are things that are in the Bible that people just skip over, mm. right? And like I mean, my personal testimonies, I was, I was always dealing with like stuff like lust. And I was always praying to God, like, God, help me with this, help me with this, help me with this, change my mindset, change my point of view. And I'm sitting there thinking like, I tried all the different apps. I tried these different things. I tried these like, Oh, block all these different things on my phone. And then I tried Jesus. Mm. And, and that's the one thing that's just like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm sitting here like, Oh, like we're, we're, we're perfect to where we're supposed to be at. Right. But we're still progressing. And, and I think that's the main thing about practical Christianity that we're going to talk about today, because I think a lot of times people forget the fact that you're human. Mm. Right. And like, Yes, you want to do perfect. Yes, you want to be righteous as possible. Yes, you want to do good things for the Lord. You want to do things and you want to be great. You don't want to make, make mistakes or anything like that. But the thing you got to understand is that that's why we have grace. Yes. Not for you to go in sin, but for you to be saved from sin. Like that's the thing that you have to understand that grace is there for you. If you make a mistake, God will say, listen, okay, I know you made a mistake. I know you're human. I know you still following me as long as your heart's in the right place. That's what I care about. So that's kind of my story a brief synopsis of my stories so,
0: yeah. it's incredible how like like you said you grew up in the church all these years you've been hearing these messages you've been in the right environment and you thought you knew Jesus but then you come to a point in your life where he shows you you know you don't know me mm. or you're so up against the wall you've been trying to overcome this thing and you've tried it all and nothing works and it's like you I think you said it it's so powerful I searched. And there was nothing that could help me but Jesus.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know the song says, "I searched all over, couldn't find nobody." You know, mm. I looked high and low, still couldn't find nobody. Nobody greater, nobody greater than you. And, and and that's so touching. I think we need to all come into that reality that, despite what your comfort zone may be, you know. Whether you grew up in the church, despite you being in the right environments and what you know, or even what's going on in the home, it's an individual decision. And like you said, we see it in our lives, the ability to see progress. And that's the key word really is progress. And so thank you so much for sharing your your story. And um, now what is practical Christianity and what are the signs of a Christian?
1: All right. Let me start it off by saying this. I already opened up the Bible. It's already right here for me. It's already opened up. Here we go. Let me read this for you. It's yes. James yes. 1, verses 22. So James 1, verse 22. Yes. Let me open this up. Okay. for you. Ready? So it says, but don't just listen to God's word. You mm-hmm. must do what it says. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself walk away and forget what you look like. I'm going to 25, but if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do, do what it says, Have and up. don't forget what you heard, and, ooh, and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. So in, in terms of practic- practical Christianity for me, I always turn to that scripture because it, it lit verse 25, I'm happy I read verse 25 because it literally said, as long as you remember what it says for you to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what practical Christianity comes down to, remembering what the word of God says of how to act in a situation, how to act towards people, how to act in your day-to-day life. And that's how you apply that to your life. That's yes. how you actually move in your life. Because a lot of times as Christian people, sometimes we we hear the message, good message deep resonates, but you have to understand that repetition brings truth. And wh- when I say that, I say this, I say that repetition brings truth because I, this, is, this is why I say it, because, you know, people say there's cliches. The reason why it's a cliche is because people say it over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. If people say it over and over and over again, that means there has to be some level of truth behind it. Mm. Otherwise, it will never be a cliche. Otherwise, people will never say it to you. Mm. You know, you know, people say, "Oh, treat people how you want to, the way you want to be treated." Everybody knows that saying, but there's a truth behind it. Yeah. because if you treat people the way you want to be treated you're going to get treated back that same way and you're going to get that love and energy back towards you and that's what the Bible preaches. that the bible talks about but you have to remember what the bible says and if you want to be a practical christian if you want to be a practical christian and live a practical christian a christian life you got to literally be in the word daily and meditate that's what that's what joshua says meditate on my word daily day and night mm-hmm. reason why it says that is because Day and you, if you meditate every meditating on it every single day, you don't just learn it but you live it. And yeah. a, lot of, a lot of times, people forget the fact that you can learn all these different things. Cool, but how many, how often are you living these things? Mm. So it says to be a doer of the word, it yeah. literally says, Remember what the word says. The God says, Love your neighbor as you love yourself, love mm-hmm. your enemies. Yes, you got to practically do that. When your enemy is hating on you right in front of you, you got to be able to say, you know, what does the Bible say? What, what I remember what it says. You know what, show love to this person. This person is probably going through a problem right now because it's probably going through an issue and we want to get more practical. Think about it logically. Think about it on a logical standpoint where it's like people are just dealing with things and their emotions are a byproduct of what they're dealing with. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. If you're in a good mood, you're dealing with something good. If you're in a bad mood, you're going to give it a bad energy. So you have to understand that as a practical person living in this world, you got to understand people are not always going to be 100%. And nine times out of 10, people are probably not always 100% because they're always dealing with something on the sidelines, right? And you have to understand positivity and love and happiness. Those things are just for the moment. They're emotions. They come and they go, right? So sometimes you meet somebody, oh, they're so happy. Oh, they're so pumped up, right? But at the end of the day, they may go home right after that and be upset and be depressed and have anxiety about something. So you got to understand that people are dealing with emotions constantly and their emotions change over time, each and every moment. Mm -hmm. So that's, if you want to be practical, you got to be, be able to, willing to flow through the words, what the scripture has to say to you and flow with them and apply it to whatever situation God puts you in.
0: Wow. I mean, you said a lot and let's just, um, (laughs) let's just dissect everything you just said, um, you said you need to remember. Mm -hmm. And I'm reminded of in John, when Jesus speaking to the disciples, he said, he, the spirit of truth will come and he will bring into remembrance, you know, Mm -hmm. the word. And like you said, "By by repetition, we learn. That's how the human mind works. And so, like you said, when we wake up and we read the Bible every day, when we skip those devotionals, we think it's, you know, I just woke up and life was good. But when you skip those devotionals in that time with God, there is nothing you remember. Like you said, you know, you come face to face with a situation at work. Your boss is acting up. You didn't do anything to deserve it. Do I retaliate or do I, you know, my patient? Then you remember the verse that says, but the fruits of the spirit are patience, love, you know, joy, peace. So if I want to be in the spirit and not be of the flesh, then I must respond in that way. And so it's very important. I think that that is key. That is the foundation of overcoming is allowing the spirit working with God. I think sometimes we just believe, you know, grace is that, you know, once I accept Jesus and I know him, he will do the work for me. He's going to help me to, you know, he's going to, yes, yes, he's working with you, but he's not doing it all by himself. See, God will not do what you can do. He does what you cannot do, mm. and I think that's the key of grace: is that you still need to participate in this. You're not a puppet. If you're a puppet, then what was the what was the reason of freedom of choice? Mm. You know. And so I think that's key. If you want to really touch on the foundation, the pillar, the the, the truth of a practical Christianity, let's talk about the word a little bit.
1: All right, so, 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 kind of like the foundation of it. Yes. Like I guess I believe the foundation of it is just straight up knowing who God is for you Mm. what I mean by that is this is like having a personal connection personal relationship where you see God in everything because I learned this in uh, hope city um it literally said everything is spiritual everything no matter what you go through is spiritual God is working in some type of way you may not see it but God is working in some type of way but your goal is to see God in everything Mm. And, and that's, if you want to get practical you got to be able to look at everything as spiritual no matter what happens and try to find God in everything yes. because the moment you can find God in everything is the moment you start analyzing everything as God right Appreciate the, it. the good <laughs> the, 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 the good and the bad and I feel like a lot of times people just go through situations and be like oh why did this happen to me why, did, why, why is this going on blah blah it's because they're not searching for God mm. you're, just, you're searching for your own reasoning Right. And the Bible talks about, do not lean on your own understanding. Right. The Bible talks about his ways are higher than our ways. So you got to understand that things yeah. happen and you will never understand. Let me, let me give you a practical scenario. Recently, like, like, I think, yeah, like a month ago now, I got into a car accident. Right. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, why did I get this car? Why did this happen to me? Blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm thinking to myself and like, I had like a whole week off, sit there and just think, why did this have to happen to me this way? Right. And I, and I thought to myself, let me thought to myself, the Holy Spirit said to me, this had to happen to you because you are moving too fast and too quickly in life, not just physically driving the car, but in life in general. Like I was at a point where I was thinking like, yeah, this is what 25, doing this, doing this in life. This is what's going to happen. You're know, 26, going to get this, oh, I'm going to do this, 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 blah, blah, blah. Life is going so great right now. I'm speeding on. I'm, 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 to be honest, I was I'm driving fast. and I Because like, as a result, because like, here's the thing, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. If you're speeding in life, you're going to speed in a row. So that's kind of why I see. It's a mindset. So I was doing all that and God had to humble me. I mm. had to humble me and say, listen, slow down. Hmm. Everything works on my timing, not yours. Hmm. And if you don't see that and you think you can build your own life and you can build all these different things by yourself, I'm going to slow you down straight up and I had to get into a whole car accident. To realize that and and the crazy thing about it as I was, and I knew it was God because I was untouched in the car accident, like I was on a highway. Rear end someone on the highway, airbag went off. Went to the hospital and the doctor said, I'm perfectly fine. All you got to do is stay at home and just rest for like a week. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, this has to be God, because I didn't get injured in any type of way, but it's just, it injured my mindset on life and damaged my mindset on life the way I had it. If that never happened to me. Mm. I would have never learned how to slow down in everything. Wow. So that's one of the practical ways I see it. Like when things happen to you, find God in the scenario, find a way God is trying to work. Because God will never bring you through something that He knows that will harm you to the point where you start to forget about Him. Think about it this way God will never give you something that will allow you to take your eyes off of Him, Mm. ever. You may be asking, oh, I want to have this house, I have this car, I don't have this relationship, all these yeah. different things. But if God knows he's gonna take you away from him, why would he give it to you? Mm. He gives it to you when you're ready. So that's another point for me, a foundation of practice of Christianity. Find God in everything and yeah. allow God to speak to you through everything.
0: Powerful. Um, and just to add on to that, traffic slows you down. Mm. And so God will use traffic to slow you down,
1: mm. he
0: will use your circumstances to slow you down. And like you said, the point is, Christianity is about transforming your mind. We talk about how the mind affects the body. It transforms your mind to have the mind of God.
1: Mm.
0: Because right now we're functioning in the carnal. We're functioning as enemies of God. We want to do things. That's why you have an inclination to be lustful. We have the inclination to love the things that God hates. This is natural to us, but in order for us to change and to be Christians, we have to be like Christ. He must start here. And this is why I read a quote that said, what you focus on is what transforms you. Mm. You lend your ear to is who transforms you. So whatever you listen to, whatever you keep your mind function, I mean, focused on is what you're going to be like. And if it's the word, you're going to transform to be like the word, like you said, you know. How can two walk together, lest you agree? If God is walking with you and you're like, oh, God goes before me, he goes behind me and he's beside me, you must agree. You must be going at the same velocity. You must be reaching the same, going towards the same goal, you know? And so thank you for that. That was, that is powerful. That is powerful. That is indeed powerful. Now, what are the signs of a Christian? If I see you, how do I know? You know, I think one pastor said, he said, decent people will make it to heaven. Mm -hmm. They will pay their taxes. They will mow their lawns. You know, they will take care of their spaces and do what needs to be done in the society, but you will find decent people not in heaven because they just failed to obey God. So how do I know I am a Christian? How do you know you're looking at a Christian?
1: The Bible talks about, you know them by their fruits. Mm. So that's how I know someone is a Christian. Um, I believe it's in, I believe it's in Mark. Um, there's a story where Jesus walked up to a fig tree and the fig tree didn't have any fruit on it. So he cursed the fig tree. Not to say that you're going to get cursed, right? But there was no fruit coming off the tree. And a lot of times, I heard this recently from one of the groups I was in. He was was telling me, he was saying that a lot of times we're all trees in our own way. We all have leaves. we, We don't everybody look at our leaves. Yes, yes. and see our leaves on our trees but don't produce any fruit and wonder why we get cursed quote-unquote get cursed in that type of way and I was thinking to myself I was thinking like that's how you know people because Jesus said you'll know them by their fruit
0: Mm.
1: so at the end of the day okay okay so so the fruit I would say it can be many different things for me right the fruit I would say is how but overall how have you been a blessing to somebody else How have you, that's, and that's kind of what it is. I I truly believe it's how have you, how have you been a blessing to somebody else? If somebody can look at you and say, yeah, that person helped me. And you know, it's not you to help them. Like, you know, God worked through you to help them. But uh, nevertheless, someone said like, yo, that person is devoted to Christ because they helped me in this situation. Right? Like that's how you know them by their fruit because you can see what they've done on their past, in their past. You can see what they've done in their past. And you can see how they've changed the lives through God working through them. Because Jesus said himself, you will do greater works than these. Yeah. So why do you think that you can't do greater works? Like, think about it. God wants you to do great things in this world. And just like you're talking about decent people. God wants you to do magnificent things. God blessed you. And the thing is, God has graced each and every one of us to do something different in this world. Yeah, and to be a blessing to other people. I, I, I call it this. I see to your what is your BFG? What is your blessing from God? And and I, a lot of times people never like, I guess, acknowledge what their BFG is. And they always think, they're like, yo, why you know, I want to live a, a beautiful life, I want to live a great life. I want to be doing this for God. And you know, note one thing I've learned from Transweet Church. someone, Pastor Charles said this God doesn't need you to do anything for you. Think about it this way. Mm. Think about it this way. God can do anything He wants. Mm-hmm anything he wants he just wants you to be obedient to him and have faith in him because he created you right just like in in the the olden days the israelites bro take this in the israelites would literally forget what god has brought them through because of their own mindset of what they're facing they were going through a a little bit of struggle and they're like oh you know i want to go back to You know, and they romanticize the past. And uh, I want to go back to when I was living this way and doing this and doing this and doing this and never forgetting that they were enslaved. Mm. And like a lot of times people romanticize their past and be like, yeah, you know, I, I want to go back to the life I was living and forget what that life, the outcome of living that life was. They forget. And it was romanticize your past. One thing I would say being a practical Christian, don't romanticize your past. When those thoughts come up, instantly get rid of them. Yes. reason yes. why I say that, because it's easy for you to think about, oh, back when I was single, I was doing this, 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 right. well, I was doing this, 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 right. But forget what God had to bring you out of. And, the, and that's the trick of the enemy. The enemy wants to put you back in a cycle. So you go right back into where you were before. But if you do not repent, if you do not sit there and pray back to God and say, God, help me understand why you took me out of this again. Allow me to have that revelation again. Mm. Allow me to see you, your hand on my life again. Mm. Right. So it comes down to how are you helping other people on a day-to-day basis? It doesn't have to be something exactly. super, you don't want to make no charity. You have to do all that stuff. <laughs> it's something as simple as you saying, yo, listen, your coworkers, let to go get food. Hey, y'all pay for this. Something as simple as like, oh, that woman in front of you is about to pay for it. Yo, I got you. What
0: Some about your family? I mean, sometimes we, we want to do this mm. work for God, like out here mm-hmm. and are barely patient with the people in your home.
1: Mm. That's deep. That's deep too. That's even deep too.
0: So you're a so, disciple here before you're out, a disciple
1: out there. Exactly. Exactly. You're a disciple. Listen, the way, like I said before, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. If you can't be a disciple in your own home, how do you be a disciple outside in the world? Mm. And the funny thing is, if you try to be a disciple outside in the world first, God will always try to bring it back to your home.
0: But you'll know them by their fruits and I'm reminded by the verse in Galatians chapter five where it talks about the flesh versus the the spirit and it begins to, you know, go through the fruits of the spirit, all those fruits love joy peace uh, meekness self control, they have to do with the relation between man to man, Mm. so in your relationship between God God to man he blesses you and transform you to have a successful relationship between man to man. So mm. how do I know? What is a sign that I'm a Christian? Your ability, like you said, to relate to man, how mm. you relate to people in your home first and then out there. Mm. So you can, pay the t- you can pay the tithe. You can pay your taxes. You could, you know, do what is right. But at the end of the day, how you treat people and that relationship between you and people is a revelation of God's love that you have made your
1: own. And, and you know what's crazy, you know, amen to that, honestly, because you know what's crazy about it? Yesterday I was talking to my friend, and he was telling me like, yo, if you give in abundance, you will receive in abundance. Yeah. But if you give little, you will receive little. Mm. And just like that, when I heard that, I was like, that's a life-changing advice right there.
0: And sometimes we think that giving is money, you know? Mm. Oh, let me start a charity, let me give to the poor. That giving is love. It- mm giving someone what they're not deserving of Mm. it's looking your enemy in the face and being like the blessings God has given me I'm not going to use them to afflict you Mm. I'm going to use them to bless you Mm -hmm. you know that's the giving you know I'm going to give the word like you do on your platforms I'm going to give you something that liberated and freed me you may not know how good it is for you but for what it's done for me it can do for you that Mm. is giving and he said I will keep watering your fountain as you water others
1: Mm. Amen. Amen. That's that point right there. I'll keep watering your fountain. And that's what it is. That's what it is. Because God is working through you for you to be a blessing to somebody else. Mm. And that's what and that's what living practical Christianity is. Understanding yes. that it's not what God wants to just give you. It's the result, what you get from giving people God. Mm. So that's what it is. And that's what you're called to do. That's what being a disciple is giving people God. Right? The Bible, I was reading even like this week, most of the scripture on my on my church page. Um it literally said the disciples were the ones baptizing. Mm. Jesus was there, but the disciples were the ones baptizing. And I am sitting there thinking like, yo, Jesus is there in the midst, but all the baptizing was done by the disciples. Us. But Jesus was there in the midst. And I'm like, wow. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, wow, I never saw it that way until now. So, that's, that these are some, some practical points, right? These are some good points right here. Trust me, these are some good points. We're talking some gems right now. <laughs> like, you know.
0: Wow. And that, that was deep. That really, that, that right there touched me. They were doing it mm. and everything that, and he came here to show us that everything that he's doing, we can do if mm-hmm. we are connected and that's the key to practical Christianity. You know, stop trying to give electricity when you're not connected to the source you're dead. Mm. You know it says mm. you're dead in your trespasses there's nothing there's no light you can give there mm. is no exchange of power you can give to anyone around you unless you're connected to the source mm. you that's know? true mm. and i think you mentioned the beginning you said you talked about grace because you're reminding us that it's not about being perfect mm. about progression in the journey and you know there's one thing i've learned i'm engaged now and you know, the more I speak to my fiance, you know, you have disagreements here, you're learning things about each other. I realized that every day I wake up, there's something in my character that I, I have to address.
1: Mm.
0: Yesterday, it could have been patience. Today, it's being, I don't know, quick to react or something. Mm. And then sometimes you're filled with so much guilt and shame, like, oh, I just can't get it right. So you don't beat yourself up. He literally has to take you. Your sir, he trains you through your day to day life, your circumstances. So yesterday's demon is not going to be today's demon. You mm. must overcome it, and if you don't overcome it, you're going to keep facing that demon until you get it, get over it. You're going to keep facing that weakness in you until you get over it. So it's that grace that we accept. The grace that he's showing me, because in order for me to get help, I must realize I'm helpless.
1: Oh yes. Mm, mm, I like that point I like that point it's true it's and so
0: true he to see your weaknesses not to beat you up and not to make you feel like you can't do it but rather to realize that you're helpless because and he said confess your faults you know mm. then I will forgive you mm. if you don't do the confessing he can't forgive you and so that's grace you must realize I'm helpless by seeing the iniquity in me Mm. so you must learn don't look within whenever you feel battered and shameful and guiltful about your sins look up because he mm. said confess when the devil reminds you i'm too sinful god says all you have to do is confess i said i am just and willing to forgive you
1: mm. and and that's yeah. mm. you know i'm going to follow a Bible for you right here it seems james 5 it says confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed the mm. earnest prayer of a righteous person has a great power and produces wonderful results. Confess your sins, like it's just one of those. It's straight out confess your sins because the, that's what it is. I came to the realization of like, when I constantly keep failing at stuff, you have to confess your sins to other people around you yeah. and th- those that are closest to you and to God, more importantly to God and to those closest to you because you gotta learn how to be vulnerable. And, and just like you were saying before, Today it may have been anger. Today what it may have been like how to have more patience. That's a living of Christianity.
0: Yeah.
1: Always trying to grow in different areas of your life. Mm. Not just settling for, oh, this is who I am. Because at the end of the day, God has not created you to be that person. God has created you to be a masterpiece. Mm. The Bible says you are a masterpiece. So understand that you are a piece of the master. And understand that God can continue to use you each and every day as long as you're growing each and every day if you stay stagnant god's gonna keep you keep bringing you through the same thing over and over and over and over and over again until you learn you got to move on from that. that's what that's what happens that's practical christianity you keep going through the same thing over and over and over again until you learn your lesson and i'm telling you right now from from experience it gets worse until you learn your lesson
0: mm.
1: it only gets worse and is that
0: because god hates you
1: and, and and the thing is not he's not even that God wants God hates you. It's yeah. that God wants you to learn the lesson, for your good. For your good. So that's what, that that's what practical Christianity is: understanding that God only wants the best for you. So when I got through the car accident, I'm not sitting there like, oh man, I'm so upset. Oh God, why would you do this to me? Blah blah blah. blah. I to see my girlfriend. it's supposed to be good. Blah, blah blah blah. Why why this happened? All right? It was, it, was, it, was some, some it was to be it was to be some charity work. It's to be nice. And I'm sitting there thinking like, at the same time, I was like, God, you know what? Thank you. Yeah. I needed this to happen and it took me a couple of days to realize I need to slow down. Mm. Right. So that's how practical we have to be about Like I said, everything is spiritual yes. you have to understand that God is in everything and God just wants you to learn different lessons and different, have different breakthroughs, have different revelations. That's what he wants you to have, but you got to be willing to have that mindset to look at everything as spiritual. So
0: powerful I think you pretty much answered the last question which is how do you give your life to Christ and you just said it there Mm. you 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 literally touched on it in this entire conversation and you know I, I learned a lot just listening to you and your testimony and I'm inspired and I hope everyone who was listening learned something and and so we come to the end of our conversation and we just want to remind you like Timothy has that you know we know that we have come to know him if we keep his commandments Mm. As God says, he says in Second Corinthians five seventeen. therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Mm. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Timothy says, don't remind yourself of where you came from. Look at where you are going. You are new. So those old habits, those old friends, you know, uh, the places you used to go to, the food that you used to eat, the way you used to treat people, that is old. That mm. has passed away. But you are a new creation in Christ. And so practical Christianity is to be like Jesus. Mm. Practical Christianity is to love people. Mm. Practical Christianity is to give love to those who are not deserving it. To give attention Mm. to those who are looked down upon. That is practical Christianity, and so once again, we want to thank you, Timothy, for sharing your story, for being uh, to allow, for allowing God to use you through your various ministries. And we are learning; we may not say it, but we see it, and we just want to tell you: continue to do the great work. Continue to do it.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you, guys, once again, for even having me here. You know, I appreciate you. Just know that at the end of the day, I see what y'all doing here, and I'm loving it. I'm loving the ministry. I'm telling you, people are listening, people are tuning in. People are learning stuff. People are growing. So keep doing your thing too. We're going to we're gonna build God's kingdom one step at a time.
0: We're going to build God's kingdom. And that is the key. So may you accept Christ into your life and get on this journey of baptizing as Christ under God's authority gives you the power to do it. And so thank you for watching. I testify, the conversation station. May you like, comment, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend to tune in every Wednesday. Thank you. And have a great day.
1: Nice. Take care.
0: (laughs) Our book of the week, A New Life. It covers how to be a born-again Christian, fake or real conversion, the balance in faith and works. You can find the link of a free copy of this book down below in our bio, as well as in our bio on our Instagram page. Read, educate, and share.